Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right. Happy Friday to you. Welcome in on the 23rd day of February. You're listening to the Mark Cox Morning Show. Kim St. Ange, Ethan Bryden here in the studio for Carl Middleman this morning. And Susan Thomas is going to get you to, to work. Find out if there's any traffic problems out there. I tell you, I tell you, this is a first world problem, but I'm going to explain it to you this morning. My primary vehicle is a pickup truck. It's a you know, now an eight-year-old uh, truck that I drive back and forth to work. It, it's a nice truck, but it's in the shop. So it, trouble being the way it is when these things happen, I've been forced to drive my other car, which happens to be a vintage Corvette convertible. But that's okay because I do not store classified material anywhere near it. It stays in my garage. It doesn't bother <laughs> anyone. So it's all good. Uh, but... <laughs> My car is a 1989 model Corvette. It's nothing like the Corvette you see on the road these days. It's like riding in a sled. Can I just tell you that? It has no suspension whatsoever. And I have to tell you, I've hit potholes on the way to work that I thought were going to jerk the steering wheel out of my hand this morning. I, I hate to be the one to complain loudly about first world problems, but the pothole problem is awful in St. Louis right now. Oh yeah, and I didn't realize it. Driving the truck, you don't notice those things as much. But when your when your butt is about six inches off the ground and the car has no suspension to begin with, it's it you, you feel every hole that you hit. Was this closer to downtown or was this? Yeah, no, it was. Commute? Well, it was it was one of one of my head on the highway out in West County this morning, and the other one is I think it was down near. Uh, um, maybe midtown there somewhere as I was coming under under uh, uh, the street there by the Fox. And, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Uh-huh. You drive around, like, South City, for example, and, oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, they, they just, I know this isn't a pothole, but they just had a sinkhole open up. Where was that? Was that South? I, I South saw the St. picture. Louis? I mean, it was, I, it was bad. It was a considerable I sinkhole. Felt like, I felt like... I hit a sinkhole this morning. It was, it was the, the I'm probably going to have to probably get the steering checked on the darn thing because <laughs> I hit it so hard. Not that I was going fast or anything, mm-hmm. just because it's a Corvette. But anyway, uh, hopefully they get uh, they start addressing those issues here soon because they've got all that money right from the Ram settlement. This that, is they, true that we, they want to spend in ridiculous on way. I don't think that they did vote to do potholes, did they? Well, it was they're going to they they're, they're going to fix roads. I think like traffic improvement that would be part of it, wouldn't it? I don't know. You'd think that they would use that money in a logical way, but it doesn't appear to be that way. St. Louis Alderman uh, Kara Spencer has come up with an idea we're going to talk about here in just a minute. I'm anxious to find out 
your thoughts on it, Kim, if you haven't seen this story yet. Uh, she, she's, she's got a solution to reckless driving. Oh, yeah. And and we're going to talk more about that here in, in just a couple of minutes. So we'll see what you think. First, though, Ethan Bright, let's get to the top stories, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. For Russia, Biden is more preferable. Biden uh, bully. Biden bully, yeah. Uh, President Putin uh, there in Russia has just endorsed Joe Biden for president because, really, if you were playing a game of checkers, who would you prefer to be playing checkers against? Isn't that obvious? Speaking last night at a fundraiser in San Francisco, the president called Putin, quote, a crazy SOB. Oh, no. Why would he say that about somebody that just endorsed him? I don't get it. We have somebody that is actually putting our country in tremendous danger. Yeah, you think? Uh, that's, uh, of course, Donald Trump yesterday doing some local radio. I'm jealous down in South Carolina uh, talking uh, about Joe Biden not being able to find the stairs or where to go on the stage. What we can confirm without a doubt is our equipment is on the surface of the moon and we are transmitting. That's pretty cool. That was when Odysseus, Odysseus, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, touched down on the south pole of the moon yesterday. So cool that we're that we're back. We haven't seen any images come from that landing, have we? Yeah, I saw a picture of it yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Currently Googling. Although I guess it could have been done in a like a very large production studio out in Arizona somewhere, right? That, we were just talking true. about now, that. Now what do you believe these days? Because <laughs> it's so easily doctored. Everything online. We should have had Drew working this morning, See? Ethan, because he could have talked to us about thing. it. I was like, Drew will tell you. <laughs> All the people convinced that there, you can see tech workers in in the reflection off the moon glass in the original shot. It was supposed to be on the moon. Why was the flag standing up? Why you know all this different, uh, all these different conspiracies? I wish they would have landed this one in the exact spot where the other one was, and then they could have still seen everything that we left there back in the sixties. I I'm just saying. So we can now land people on the moon. And I was talking about this yesterday uh, at, when I gave a, uh, a speech uh, to a group of uh, law enforcement officers locally. And we've got I, I jokingly said something about the, the money earlier being spent on potholes for the Ram settlement. We got all this money to deal with uh, issues in the greater St. Louis region. Is there a bigger issue in the greater St. Louis region than crime? Is there? I Probably not. No. And it's not mentioned. It's not addressed. In, in the options that have been put together by the task force for what to do with that money. So there's not a mention of spending a dime of it on improving public safety, which you would think, logically, if you came into, like, if, if you won the lottery tomorrow and you were $180,000 in debt, it would be like, taking your lottery winnings and deciding to go on a six-month vacation and just ignore the, the biggest problem facing you at the moment. That's the best analogy I can think of to what we've done here. Yeah, well, I think that's a solid analogy. And what's funny to think about, too, is that the city and the many of the city residents pretend like they care so much about the, quote, unhoused, but not a single mention about programs that the money could be used to, to support them. I would not want the money to go toward that, but I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that they didn't give that as an option that I saw. 
Or at least it was wasn't not, one of the final options. Well, I mean, subsidized daycare was one of the options. Well, People yeah. want free daycare. And and um, giving city employees, not not police, but other city employees, a raise. They, yeah, they so if you, don't, if you work in the city, you don't get a raise. But mm. if you work for the city, you get a raise. Correct. Because yeah. you have to deal with their crap. That's why you deserve a raise, maybe. <laughs> so that which brings us back to the St. Louis Alderwoman, Kara uh, Spencer. She was all over the TV yesterday because she's decided she's come up with a way to stop reckless driving in the city. Uh, Janae Edmondson, I think that that case was brought up. It was a year ago when that young girl from Nashville lost her legs because somebody was driving a car. At a high rate of speed and wrecked downtown. It was reckless driving. There's no doubt about the fact that that's what caused the problem. That's not what caused the accident, though. What caused the accident was that the guy driving was out of jail because Kim Gardner was incompetent. This is the problem facing us. So the older woman has come up with a plan um, (laughs) That will allow they they would pass an ordinance that would allow police if they stopped a reckless driver to put a boot on the car right on the spot like they would call somebody to the spot who would boot the car and the person would have to pay a five hundred dollar bond just to get the boot removed. Now, first, somebody's going to say that's not fair. Because you're targeting people who can't afford to pay five hundred dollars. I was maybe. just thinking right? the same. That's thing. exactly what they're going to say about mm-hmm. it. And what it ignores is the fact that most of the people doing the reckless driving, particularly the case where the mom and daughter were killed after the Drake concert, where Janae Edmondson's legs were severed downtown, all of these were cases where I'll guarantee you the person driving that car has a criminal record the length of your leg, and I want to know why Kara Spencer doesn't support higher cash bonds, and keeping these idiots and criminals in jail instead of out driving around. And I'll guarantee you as well that most of the time somebody's pulled over for reckless driving, if they're pulled over, I don't think that happens very often, I'm guessing the car they're driving is probably stolen. Yeah. Or it's not registered to begin with, one of the two. So how does this solve the problem? You're going you're gonna to boot? My car, which got stolen by the guy who's now driving it recklessly, do I then have to go pay the $500 to get the boot off of it? I mean, so many questions here that don't begin to address the problem of crime and reckless driving in the city of St. Louis. Oh, let's let's narrow some of the streets and make it harder for them to drive crazily. I, no, maybe maybe. That slows the people down a little bit. But, again, criminals don't pay attention to laws. Right. No, this is – I, I understand where she's going with it, but it's definitely not going to solve the problem. Remember the Washington Attorney General, Washington, D.C. Attorney General, who looked at the crowd after uh, – was it Gills? The, the guy who used to work for Trump who got murdered in, in D.C. a couple weeks ago. He was a St. Louisan, by the way. I found that out yesterday. I didn't know that. Originally from St. Louis. Gets murdered in cold blood during a carjacking. Um, and, uh, th- this is another case. The guy looks at the crowd and says, well, you know, we can't jail our way out of this. We can't prosecute and jail our way out of this problem. So the so- last time I checked a, a good set of steel bars between a, a, a criminal and future victims prevents him from committing future crimes. There's no way around that. Yep. 
I agree. And this is the, the, the continuing challenge we face, flush with cash, and we won't spend a dime on public safety in the city of St. Louis. Mm. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. <laughs> just it's it's like uh, we're we're just traveling in circles here sometimes, aren't we? All right, coming up, we got a, a check of business. Apparently, Nvidia report yesterday on their earnings caused the stock market to go a little crazy yesterday. We'll check in with Nicole Murray at the uh, bottom of the hour. Stay tuned for that. We got another news coming up uh, with Kim. Uh, given the fact that Ethan's got his hands full over there running the board this morning. And we'll got the Attorney General, Andrew Bailey, at about uh, 7.20 on the Wentzville School Superintendent. We're going to be back in just a minute. Introducing the owners of, of CEFC uh, to the American political establishment, the Democrat Party. Now, that's called lobbying. That's what a lobbyist does. And when you're doing that for a foreign entity, that's called a foreign agent. That is uh, Jim. That is James Comer. Jamie Comer is what a lot of them refer to him as, the congressman from Kentucky. After their uh, interview this week with Jim Biden, the president's brother, and talking about the, he he says he was acting as a foreign agent, but was he registered as a foreign agent? Which is the question I have been asking about Hunter Biden this entire time. How, how's how's he gotten away with that? Uh, if if you're really flying on Air Force Two to different countries and soliciting business and you're not registered as a foreign agent. I believe it was Paul Manafort, correct me if I'm wrong, who got sent to jail over that for not being registered as a foreign agent. And with Hunter Biden, it's like, eh, nothing to see here. Well, just move along. I, I don't know. Very strange uh, how does something get ignored. Hey, by the way, I got Darren on line one here who wants to talk in about um, some of the reckless driving problems downtown. Darren, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. Two things before I get to my point. Uh, Kim? You are a great asset to the show. Absolutely love your your insight on everything. Great American, great conservative. And how about those blues last night? Hey, thank so, you so much. That means a lot. That's really sweet of you to say. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Um, I, I drive a truck, and the, the system that they have in these trucks, uh, it's got like a VORAD system, and it, it will let us know how fast a car ahead of us is going. That way we can kind of like, you know, Basically, okay, this car's going slow or whatever. We, we can basically just get out of the way, whatever, this morning, which I, I go to Nashville, Tennessee, and back every single day. And I cut through from St. Charles through downtown, get on the Man Bridge. Um, I mean, every morning, it is nothing for us to see, you know, 90-plus mile an hour. I, I had a uh, Dodge pickup this morning uh, just driving like an idiot, uh, 97 miles an hour just weaving in and out of traffic like it's just nothing that's Why? just 
that is an everyday occurrence down that, there. That was not me, by the way. My Dodge pickup is in the <laughs> shop right now. I just want to point okay. that out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was a Hemi, I could tell. Clear his name. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I'm like you. I, I am a diesel owner. Everything that you know we own is diesel. Yeah. You know, right down to our cars, tractor. You know everything. So, yeah, I know but, there's. Uh, yeah, I it, know there's a lot of speeding. I just don't see a lot of people pulled over for it, and I'm not sure that that booting their tire is the is beginning to address the root of the problem. I I think they just need to impound them over a certain speed. Just just impound the car. Yeah. You know, take if they have to take them to jail. So be it. It, it. Nothing is going to curb this until they get caught and get a, a hefty fine. You know, there's consequences for actions, and that's what everybody just doesn't seem to uh, understand anymore. Well, Darren, I tell you, I, I appreciate your phone call, and um, have have a safe trip. Are you headed to Nashville today? Yeah, uh, five days a week. All right. Oh, my gosh, five days a week driving back and forth from Nashville. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, listen. Yeah, uh, 616 miles yeah, every single day. Wow. And then I have 60 miles one way to work and 60 miles back home, <laughs> so it's like 740 a day I drive. Holy cow. I would hate to see your gas bill. Fortunately, the company's paying for most of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah company's paying for everything but my car, but my car gets 45 miles to the gallon. So Nice. Darren, thank you for the call. Welcome. Take Absolutely. care. Yeah, thank you for that. Very nice. Uh, yeah, he's true. If they if they would pull them over and pound the car, that would be a better idea, but we don't pull enough of them over. Coming up, we're going to check him into Nicole Murray. We're going to check a business, find out where the stock market's going today. It could be way up. We'll be back. You're listening to the Mark Cox Morning Show. Follow Mark on Twitter at MarkCox971. I'm going to post uh, this up on Facebook here coming up before the top of the hour. The, the, this picture I took the last time we were in Italy uh, on the Amalfi Coast with those beautiful multicolored homes stretching up the cliff behind us. I mean, it's like something out of a movie. It's just unbelievable. And I only bring that up because there are still some spots open on the trip we're going to take there April 29th if you're interested you can go to conservativetours.com look for the KFTK trip um i assumed this trip would sell out it's close but not there there are about six spots so three couples if you're if you're going with someone else uh could still sign up for this we we depart the 29th of April and uh, head over to Rome and then go south to the Amalfi coast it's going to be beautiful but if you've never seen it i'm going to post that picture up here uh, before the top of the hour on the Facebook page, so you can you can take a look at it for yourself. Uh, hope you can go. It's going to be a great time. Uh, just about everything is included in the price, the airfare, and all that stuff. So uh, go check it out at conservativetours.com. All right, let's get to Nicole Murray, please. Hey, Nicole Murray, you could you could go to Italy with us coming up at the end of April. You need a vacation, I'm sure. I was just going to ask, how do I go? My bags are already packed. <laughs> Conservativetours.com. Just check it All out. Right. Absolutely. All right. we'd, we'd love to have you go along with that. So, if, go no, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, well, you I, go ahead. I, you, you go ahead. No, I, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I think we, we have Charles Payne on here from Fox Business uh, uh, just about every week. And he's the one that first brought up the word NVIDIA to me. Um, and I'd never heard of it before. I had no idea what NVIDIA was, but apparently the market likes it a lot. It's crazy. Their <laughs> stocks have jumped. 
<laughs> Artificial intelligence is all the rage in 2024. Yeah, it's $785 a share, up a hundred and was it up a hundred and ten yesterday? That's crazy. I'm not sure the actual numerical number, the stock yeah. itself is up. I just know that their revenues were up 256% year over year from their most recent report. Holy so that God. is how much they've exploded. Well, I know I know it uh, helped the market out a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ scored their best day in over a year yesterday. So new records being set. That's true. What else is going on? So futures are a little changed, and like I said, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ scored their best days yesterday in over a year. The Dow Industrials were up 456, the NASDAQ up 460, and the S&P 500 gained 105. Intuitive Machines' lunar spacecraft successfully reached the moon's surface yesterday evening. The company's lander, named Odysseus, is the first U.S. rocket to land on the moon since 1972. Intuitive Machines is the first company to pull off a successful moon landing. Other successful missions have only been carried out by government agencies. The company's stock has surged 44% in pre-market trading. Blue Sage Cannabis Deli in St. Louis is offering THC-infused red-hot riplets for $3.14 to customers who spend at least $100 today to celebrate its grand opening. Operated by Show Me Organics, Blue Sage Cannabis Deli opens and will be operational daily from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. The business has locations in Carthage and Lebanon and plans to open a Kansas City dispensary later this year. Google CEO Sundar Pichai says rapid developments in artificial intelligence could help strengthen defenses against security threats in cyberspace. The executive adds the technology could assist companies and even government agencies with faster detection and responses to cyber threats. Cybersecurity Ventures says cyber attacks cost the global economy an estimated $8 trillion in 2023 and is expected to rise to $10.5 trillion by 2025. Volkswagen is recalling over 261,000 vehicles in the U.S. and Canada to address a potential fire hazard. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says a suction jet pump seal inside those vehicles' fuel tanks could cause a leak and could result in a fire. The advisory pertains to various Audi, Volkswagen, and Sportwagon models ranging from 2015 to 2020. Those with recalled vehicles should contact an authorized dealer immediately. United Health Group suffered a cyber attack by a, by a suspected nation-state-linked actor on Wednesday with certain systems still offline. The company disclosed the hacker had accessed some of its change healthcare IT systems, but has not determined whether the incident is likely to impact its financial conditions or operations. United Health said it proactively isolated the impacted systems from other connected programs once the issue was detected. And finally, can't remember your dreams? No problem. Japanese scientists have successfully created an MRI machine that can record your dreams. The technology can also reconstruct them for you to watch while you are awake. Mark? Wow. <laughs> are you kidding? So you, you're having this really great dream. This is what always happens. And then you wake up and 10 seconds later, you can't remember what it was. That's a beautiful idea. It's beautiful, but it scares me because I have some really <laughs> freaky dreams. Like even last <clears throat> night, it's like I was performing with J-Lo, but then I'm <sighs> flying on a cookie and then you're falling midair. Like, I don't know if I need to read Flying on a cookie? 
I can I'm I have some really weird dreams. I, I don't know if it's that I'm eating chocolate at night before bed, but <laughs> why like... is it that whenever you have a bad dream that when you go to sleep you you continue the dream and you can't seem to stop it, but then when you have a good dream like Mark said, you you can't go back to it. Right. What's up with that? <sighs> it's just it's it's one of those why why. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Are you someone? Are you people that can? You know, I know there's people out there who, when they're in their dreams, they know they're dreaming and they feel like they can control their dreams. No, I wish. No, I I'm so jealous <laughs> of those people. I think they're real. I wake up in sweat. So, oh yeah, so, I've woken up sweating and freaking out. So for I that have visual. Yeah, I I have, I still have those stress dreams every once in a while. You know, where you you show up to class on the last day of college and you realize that you haven't been there all semester and you've got to take the final oh, or yeah. something like that. Like yeah. that. And I think it all connects back to the schedule. I got to be honest with you because you, you freak out that you're going to oversleep and you're always worried about that. Right. I, the, yep. I set three alarms in the morning Same. to make sure that, and I've never, I think it's been years since I've overslept, but it happens on occasion. Yeah. I have broadcasting nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a dream. I had an anchor the news and all my teeth fell out. And I'm like, I can't anchor. <laughs> I have no teeth. <laughs> But they didn't for, care. Yeah, for me, like, the buttons will be in Chinese or, like, the <laughs> mic won't turn on or I can't find the studio. So all that fun stuff. Oh, that's funny. That, no, no, th- I'll, I'll pass on. I think I'll pass on the memory thing, the dream thing, right? too. The See, dream maker. I told you. And that's a good but, uh, point. But I hope you guys have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. we will. You too, Nicole. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, the, the other one was uh, was going to, in, a, in the dream, going to class and forgetting to have put your pants on. Like, oh. you show up and you're there and you don't have any pants on, right? I don't think I've ever had one of those weird dreams where they say, like, oh, you're naked in front of everybody in your school or everybody at work. I, well, I, I have weather yeah. weird dreams that I'm like, I'm scared <laughs> that my brain could come up with that. I ask, we, I, I remember years ago we had somebody on, I, it might have been our morning show at Channel 4, and I was asking him about, they were talking about different kinds of dreams and what the meaning was. And I had to ask him about that. And and the, the person said that is a that's a stress-related dream for being unprepared like you're you're you you work in a business where when the camera goes on or the mic on in this case you've got to be prepared you mm-hmm. got to be ready to go um and this is a that's a a stress stressor dream over the fact that you have anxiety over the fact that you you've forgotten something mm-hmm. in this case your pants which which wouldn't be good. <laughs> that would not be good if you forgot. I'm. You know what, Mark? Thank you for showing up every day with pants. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I don't. That's one thing I've not forgotten on my on my way into work uh, in the mornings. I'll I'll just have to tell you, it's um, it's an amazing pain. It, it, it is stressful when you know you have to get up. Like I'll often wake up at a couple of minutes before my alarm goes off, mm-hmm. which is odd because yeah. it's the middle of the morning, right? But your mm-hmm. brain knows somehow that it, this is probably. The time for you to wake up. The best, though, is when you wake up and you're like, yes, I have another hour to uh-huh. sleep. Oh, my gosh. I, I, It's like Christmas morning. And then the worst is on Saturday mornings when you can actually sleep in, your brain wakes you up at four in a mm-hmm. panic that you've overslept. Yeah. Because or you I, wake up like 10 minutes before your alarm and you don't <laughs> have time to go back to bed. You don't have time to even doze back off before yeah. it, you know it's going to go off and wake up your your spouse. So that's, uh, I try, try desperately not to do that each morning. Uh, so I've I've gotten pretty stealthy at that. I think I could probably become a burglar and get away with it. That's a nice thought. I can Mark. sneak around the house. You guys heard well. it first here <laughs> on the Mark Cox Morning Show. Mark the tape. Don't shoot. <clears throat> I'm just. Uh...
I'm just your friendly neighborhood radio host. All right, coming up, uh, we are going to talk to uh, Andrew Bailey after the top of the hour. Among other things, as you've heard Kim reporting this morning in the news, he's he's issued a letter to the superintendent out of Winsville. He's already investigating them because whistleblowers say they violated the sunshine law out there. And now he claims they're trying to intimidate those same whistleblowers. Uh, we'll find out uh, what he why he believes that coming up here at about 20 minutes after. And we're going to talk to Steve Rupp. Steve is the president of Missouri Right to Life. And they have started the campaign to warn people, see somebody standing on a street corner trying to get you to sign something, just say no. Because odds are it's this abortion initiative petition they're trying to get on the ballot. Uh, we'll talk to uh, him at uh, about 735. We'll be right back. So you know, the, you know the thing. What the hell is going on? In other news. I don't know if you've ever had any interest in what it would be like to live on Mars, but you might have a chance to find out. NASA's looking for a volunteer crew to participate in a one-year mission that would simulate what it would be like to live on Mars. They're accepting applications through April 2nd. This is what they say they're looking for. Healthy, motivated U.S. citizens who are non-smokers. Guess it's non-smoking on Mars. 30 to 55 years old, proficient in English. You don't have to be an astronaut, but then they go on to be like, oh, but actually the desired qualifications are a master's degree in a STEM field. They want you to be able to have uh, at least two years of professional STEM experience. They would love for you to have a minimum of 1,000 hours piloting an aircraft. So, Mark Cox, I'm sorry, but I don't know if you fit at least the desired <laughs> qualification. Unless I, you have 1,000 hours that I don't know about. I, I saw the movie. I, I don't have any desire to do that. It looks like a barren hellhole. I'm not. I'm why just go just go spend a couple of weeks in the Sahara Desert. And <laughs> I mean, it may not be that hot in, on Mars, but it, it that's that's what the, it's like. I why mean, would you want to do I'm that? I'm curious, but I don't want to go for an entire year. I'm good for like a couple days. Yeah, you don't need to be an astronaut, but it would be helpful if you knew how to fly something. And you had a 1,000 hours my, of flying experience. My, my guess is that flying something in zero gravity is a lot different than flying an airplane, wouldn't oh, they, it? Well, yeah. Okay. They oh, they also want candidates who have completed two years of work toward a doctoral program in science, oh. technology, engineering, and mathematics. So it's a nerd fest. It. <laughs> Any nerds <laughs> listening, this is your chance. Okay. I mean, that is such a select few people that would. And where are they doing this? Houston, in yeah. Houston. Mm -hmm. huh. Sue, are you interested? Uh, well, I uh, we none of us qualify. <laughs> well, you could go see your brother Jeff while you're down there. I mean, Wait, it'd, it'd be, I, I don't know. Be a great time. Do they let you out? <laughs> I don't know. I doubt it. Maybe he could come and stare at you through a window. <laughs> yeah, that's a good time. <laughs> like a zoo. Yes, exactly. Come see me through the window yeah. for 378 Wait. days. Oh, no, man. thanks. Yeah, no. that's going to be a not no enough, from me. Not enough money in the world for me to do that. All right, I like this story. This Illinois man is facing federal charges because they say that he helped people cheat on the CDL exam, the commercial driver's license exam. So basically oh, what wow. he would do is he would uh, he would tell them, hey, go take the audio version of the CDL exam. And what, what they would do is they would mic up the person beforehand, give them a number to call when they got to the exam place or whatever. He would be able to hear the questions and then give them the answers in real time. Oh, They're saying dang. that he ran this whole operation from 2019 to 2022. He would charge them $500 for the assistance. This explains a lot. 
Wow. <laughs> I, I think there have been a lot of truck drivers who've done that because. Probably it, Missouri, too, because there's some crappy drivers honestly, in Missouri. Honestly, you'd know the first time you watched them drive, they wouldn't know how to back up an 18-wheeler. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Is it that difficult of an ex? I guess I wouldn't realize that it's that difficult that you would have to pay somebody I, to cheat for you. You probably shouldn't be driving if you have to pay somebody <laughs> exactly. to take a test that's, for yeah, you. That's, yeah, that's, that's the point. But that, I, like to their point, I can't imagine driving an 18-wheeler. I'm not going to pretend that I would be oh, great no. at that. Yeah. That would be hard. Yeah, oh, for sure. But the written <laughs> exam or whatever that part is, is it that tough? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I've never taken it. But I know people that have them, and you can either back a trailer up or you can't. So at the end of the day, it's right. the driving test that matters, I would think. Yeah. All right, new research shows that adults who live by themselves are more likely to be depressed than those who live with others. That's not surprising. According to the study by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 6.4% of adults living alone reported feelings of depression compared to 4.1% of adults living with others. Hmm. It says 16% of adults in the United States live alone. Hmm. I I mean, people are waiting longer and longer (laughs) to get married these days. It's true. But you would, you would, the loneliness factor would definitely be an issue. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Well, think about COVID because it's also talking about people who have like little or no social or emotional support are twice as likely to report feelings of depression. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're completely <laughs> isolated, yeah, locks up that's in why, room. That's why they do that in prison. It's called isolation for a reason because you go crazy. That's completely against what we're designed as humans. You're not ever going to want to repeat that experience, right? That, and that's the kind of the goal of imprisonment. That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I feel like we've talked about this, how it's it's odd that schools are teaching, like they offer like basket weaving classes and they, they, they teach kids about algebra and all these different types of math, but yet they're not teaching kids like how to balance a checkbook or, or maybe they don't do that anymore, but just like a financial literacy class that we feel like would be very beneficial for high schoolers. There's this new report published by Next Gen Personal Finance that shows that 25 states are now offering a financial literacy class to K through 12 students. They don't teach it in school. Apparently I mean, they're doing it now. I, I mean, honestly, things like, you know, thank you for teaching me how to use geometry, which I've never used in my professional life, <laughs> but not teaching me how to do my taxes or fill out a checkbook or you know, get you know, a loan, get, balance a checkbook or get a loan. Yeah, those are life skills. No, I agree. I mean, I took I took home ec. I still am terrible at sewing, <laughs> despite efforts by my mom to teach me over and over again. But yeah, teach me how to do some of this. Teach me how to budget. Go through the Dave Ramsey plan. I mean, that is what kids need in school. Amen. Gosh, mm-hmm. yeah. what a waste. Yeah. Do we have time for one more real quick one? Sure. sure. Washington, D.C. man suing Powerball in the D.C. lottery. He says that what they did was they put up the wrong numbers for the winner. So his match, those numbers. So he goes to try to get his $340 million prize, basically. And they're like, uh, sir, these aren't the correct numbers. <laughs> so now he's uh, saying, well, it's basically on you guys that you put up the wrong numbers. It matched the ones you put up. I'm a winner. I can't imagine there's not some fine print there. I will say there has to be fine print, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do understand why he'd be irritated, though. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Wouldn't guys, you, get it you right. Imagine, particularly if you just told everybody to screw off because you just won the lottery <laughs> yeah, and then you find job. out you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> All right, coming up, we'll talk to Attorney General Andrew Bailey after the top of the hour. Get more at 971talk.com.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.